Hello, welcome to Boss Women, a podcast about women in business in comedy. My name's Katie and this is my mum, Karen. <laughs> Mama said there'll be days like this, there'll be days like this. Mama said, Mama said, Mama said, Mama said there'll be days like this, there'll be days like this. My mama said, Mama said, Mama said. Hi, mum, how are you? I'm being, trying to be upbeat because I can hear your voice going, Oh, here we are again. Here we are again. No. Yeah, it's just a bit of a time, isn't it? We're currently trapped in a (laughs) tiny cupboard surrounded by theatre blacks, uh, theatre drapes that have been in storage for two years. That's correct. And actually, it's not a cupboard. It is was an office at one point, but it's got everything (laughs) that you can imagine in it. It's going to become a podcast studio in the autumn, isn't it? It is, yes. And uh, hopefully these smelly drapes, oh, it's such a shame because they've been No, in... they'll be fine. Uh, we've checked them. They'll, it might smell a bit fusty around the place, but, you know. Not when we hang them up. No, exactly. They're going to get a good airing for two weeks or something. <sighs> good. Uh, yes, we're just two weeks in, out. Yeah, it's two weeks till the festival and uh, we're all very nervous, but we've got some lovely, sprightly young people in the office. Yeah, it's getting busier and busier in the office, which is uh, always encouraging and helpful. (laughs) Yeah, and they're all working away and... um, They're all working very hard, which we absolutely appreciate. And it's still hard to get staff, but we're... We're nearly there. Yeah, I hope so. Um, yeah, we've got two weeks to go and lots to do, but the team are being incredible. And yeah, we have to look. Po- I'm actually feeling much better than I thought I would feel about it, to be honest. Oh, I that's think great. It's manageable what we're doing with the three venues. So yeah, I think we're in quite a good place. Apart from, you know, it'd be nice if we could recruit some more staff, but the team that we do have are great and we'll muddle through. We always do. Oh, that's a good way to think. <laughs> <laughs> we'll muddle through. We always do. So this year is 75 years of the Fringe. That's correct. Um, but we're also celebrating our own little mini anniversary within that, which uh, we're really proud of, I think. It's one of your um, your crowning achievements. Uh, one of the reasons why you got the panel prize a few years ago from the Comedy Awards. I remember them mentioning this, but... Um, so You Think You're Funny is a comedy competition for newcomers, uh, for comedians in their first year, and you started it back in 1988, and it is 35 years. The year you were born, Katie. It was the year I was born, yeah. Yeah. So we thought we would take the opportunity to talk about that, um, if Karen can remember anything <laughs> <laughs> from yes. the 90s of that competition. It gets a bit hard to <laughs> remember. Um but I do, I remember quite a lot. I remember why I did it. And uh, because Scotland, although it has, it's got comedians all over the place and it's uh, it's renowned for its sense of humour, etc. Yeah. In, in the 80s, there was not a lot of stand-up comedians that were Scottish and I wanted to find more, mm-hmm. and that was the reason I started it. And it was kind of a, a opportunity to encourage more people to try it, wasn't That's it? That's right, exactly. It wasn't I, just about finding people, I suppose. It was a platform where people could try it out and see if they could do it. I remember Lee Mack 
telling me that he actually read an article about So You Think You're Funny in The Guardian and went, I can do that. I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to win that. And he did the next year. Yeah, yeah. You know, he absolutely brilliant. And some of the best comedians in the UK have come out of the competition and gone on to great things, which, you know, we are very proud of. Yeah. Uh, so in 88, um, actually, uh, I have to give credit where credit's due, mm-hmm. Mayfest uh, in Glasgow started the competition So You Think You're Funny. And Simon Fanshaw was one of the, the judges and he asked me if I would be a judge with him. What's Mayfest? Mayfest was the was the um, cultural festival, you know, similar to the Fringe in a way, uh, in May, funnily enough, in Glasgow. In Glasgow. Uh, and it was, I think it went for at least 10 or 20 years. Mm. Uh, and William Burdett Coots was the, was the director in 88. Mm. So he was the director maybe for five years or something. It petered out in the 90s and um, didn't happen again. But I went to William Burdett Coots and said, would you mind if I transferred this to Edinburgh? Because it would be a great thing for me to do. And he said, not at all. On you go, and that's how it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I did not know that. Did you not? I did not know that. No. Sorry, there's probably lots of things you don't know about <laughs> I me. Know that's <laughs> the point of this podcast: is to try and learn some. So there there you, you go. Are. And actually, Fred Macaulay won. It it was in Mayfest 1988, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he won that one. And I asked him to come and do it in Edinburgh, and he said no. Oh. Because he had already won it. Yeah. In, but, of course, as we know, Fred has done very well. He didn't yes. need to. But in those early days, I did have to beg people to come and yeah, do yeah. the competition. Yeah. Um, there wasn't very many people that entered. I. Um, but back in the early days, you had to convince people to enter. You had to go around and make sure that people entered, basically. Because, yeah, yeah. obviously, nobody had heard of it. It's terrible that I have forgotten so much about what, went on. I only know that Bruce Morton won the first one and Channel 4 actually gave him a series right away. Really? Um, you know, which was incredible. And it, it took a four years and then Channel 4 came in and sponsored it mm-hmm. because they were looking for new um, new performers, obviously. Yeah. But my best recollection was, because we... I always put heats in in new venues so mm-hmm. that people would come, you know. Uh, so we had it in, we used to have um, the old Traverse building at the bottom of West Bow. Um, and we had the heats in there. And then the final would be in the main house where Leighton Live was. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the some of the judges we had and... Um, well, Arthur Smith was always the compare for the final for the first four years, probably, mm-hmm. if not longer. Mm-hmm. And then I used to look for celebrity... Comments? Well, celebrity uh, compares and judges. And um, Avid Merian was who... I don't know if you know who he is. Yeah. yeah. He, he's the the guy that does Lemon. What's his name? Um, Keith Lemon. Keith Lemon. Well, yeah. lots of we got lots of Channel Four people. Chris Evans, for example, he actually compared it once. Yeah, yeah. And it's not a stand-up, as you know, but it did really well. No. And, and he was really excited to do it, which was great. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, and Eddie Izzard did it, and these Joe are people Brand that, that 
compared and, yeah. and judged it or whatever. No, they we separated the judging and the and the compares. Oh yeah. So um, the only thing was that when you do the final, the judges have to go into a room and deliberate. Mm-hmm. And that means that the compere on stage has got to entertain for about 15 minutes, which yeah. is fine for a, a fully-fledged, you know, good stand-up. Stand up. Yeah. But for people like Chris Evans, and <laughs> they were sort of... Well, I think in some stages I had to get a guest comic to go up. To and, go and do 10 minutes, and do the Yeah, well, yeah. 15 <laughs> yeah. or 20 or more. But I used to hurry them up, yeah. you know, and be a bit of a bully, which is not nice, but... <laughs> How I got my reputation. I feel like you're jumping around slightly. All right. Okay. Bring me back down <laughs> to earth, Katie. The first year was small. And I think it was probably... In fact, I think everybody that went into um, this... Um, these There was a, a band of mainly Glaswegian comics called The Funny Farm. Oh, yeah, yeah. And most of them entered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was, the, the Funny Farm was kind of formulated from mm-hmm. a lot of those uh, comedians. However, um, Stu Who was not one of them who was one of The Funny Farm. He didn't. He had been entertaining for years and years. Mm-hmm. Um, so from then, the the word of mouth, Mm-hmm. went out and uh, people started uh, and and I actually spread to England and um, yeah. I I started judging the Hackney Empire new act of the year mm-hmm. and uh, I would ask new acts to come up and do so you think funny mm-hmm. before we go any further into more up to date stuff can I ask a few questions about the name obviously the name was came out of Mayfest but do you know anything about where it came from? Because I think it's a great name. No. <laughs> I do know that we had a, a baby, a photograph of a baby. As the Ted, mascot. As the for... mascot, which we had to change in the end because of beer sponsorship or alcohol sponsorship. We weren't allowed to have a baby as the... But, but did you have that from the beginning? Um, not quite the beginning, but the, like the second or third year. Mm-hmm. Um, but that baby went on to become... Uh, a human adult. <laughs> a human and we tried very hard to find out who the baby was, and we never, we have never found out. So, calling out to everyone, if anyone knows who that baby is, mm-hmm. we could have a competition. Well, everyone used to think that it was me. <laughs> it was definitely a boy. Yeah, I think it was Isn't definitely it? a boy. Yeah. Um, and very cute baby, though. Yeah. I think it came from Channel 4, actually. I think mm. Channel 4. Yeah. Uh, because Channel 4 actually sponsored us for at least 14 years. Mm-hmm. So it was quite heart-wrenching when they told me that they weren't going to do it anymore. Because mm-hmm. um, yeah. they decided to put money into other things, you know. Yeah, yeah. So that was really, really hard. And so the eligibility criteria now is um, if you've been performing for less than a year. When... Well, the eligibility... Ability, I can't even see the word. The eligibility was always that. Was well, always that's what I was going to ask. What, when, when did you have to start bringing rules in, or was it always that? Did did you let people enter that were that had done no, longer on, than that? Or? On the third year, 
um, we did the heats up at uh, the counting house because mm -hmm. I was I started the counting house mm -hmm. and uh, it was an all year round comedy venue then mm -hmm. and so we did the heats there and Rich Hall entered mm -hmm. and um, oh in fact he was in the heats in the in the fringe not not the not early current. heats yeah yeah um, he had come over to the fringe the first time heard about it uh, we put him on didn't know who he was but mm -hmm. um the guy from channel four said he he's been writing for a letterman you know oh, he, gosh. he can't possibly yeah you know he was actually doing really well in america mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so um we politely disqualified him yeah and we have disqualified uh, people but not it's been very rare because we're very strict about um how long the people have got have been working you know mm -hmm. well i think back in the day it might have been easier to know that because the comedy was, community was so so much smaller that's right but now it's a lot harder for us to know and we get a lot of anonymous tip-offs of people that have been um which is mad that people get in touch about that but um if people get well, it is, the next it's round it's crazy that there's a bit of jealousy in that because really a stand-up is only as good as as how hard he works yeah you know it's about or she or she they they them all of them yeah um it's about how hard they have to work mm -hmm. and uh you know if there's jealousy in it it's because they're not working hard enough yeah i think it's just easier for people to rat on people with you know tr internet trolls and stuff so we get a fair amount of that but that's going far too far in advance um let's go back Oh, the other judge I was going to... Did I tell you Emma Freud was a judge? Oh, no. Yeah, she was a judge as well. And not enough women, of course. Joe Brand compared and judged it. Mm -hmm. um, when did you start having to make it into rounds? So, like, say in the first year, I imagine you had, what, 10 people or something? Yeah. But in when did it start going to having to do more than one round? Um, just at the festival, do you remember? Yes, it was just at the festival. Uh, for the first three or four years mm. then I had to get a producer in yeah and I had to um, start putting shows on all over across the whole of the UK mm -hmm. we started in London um, Manchester and Newcastle I think mm -hmm. and then Ireland and then it grew from there but Channel 4 supported you doing that I, yes I we that's yes. how you could afford to pay for that that's right and uh, two a producer, an assistant producer, would travel all round and um, go to existing comedy clubs to to yeah yeah see people. So it so it would it would support the comedy clubs as well as yeah because they would charge and they would keep that money and mm -hmm. um, and it worked so well in these first few years because mm -hmm. it was it was growing, um, but it wasn't unmanageable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we started probably doing ten to twelve heats, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then it grew to about twenty-four, I think. Mm -hmm. But now you're doing something like thirty or forty. No, yeah, we could we could do forty, but we do thirty and then have a lot of people on them. So like, there's about fifteen people on each, mm -hmm. um, and we had thirty heats, um, thirty showcases this year. So the first round of the competition is the showcases where we have, we see everyone. So the point of the, the competition is that we've, you've always seen people live. A lot of competitions nowadays 
get people to send in videos of their stand-up clips. Why do you think it's important that people are seen live in comedy clubs or, you know, how we've been doing in the past two years on Zoom? I think live is is the best medium, the best way of seeing um, exactly what these people are like, if they've got funny bones or not. Because mm -hmm. some of them have been standing in front of their mirror with mm -hmm. a hairbrush um, just or just doing it to their family. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things that you find that the family come and support them and they're all laughing hysterically and nobody yeah. else is. Yeah. Um, but it's seeing if they have any potential and it's really hard to see on film, I think. Yeah. Or, yeah. or audio or... I think it's really hard to see if you were to watch lots of videos, it would be a case of tuning out I, I, a lot, I think. I think if you're in a live environment, then you are more engaged and are actually watching people um, more thoroughly than you are if you're just passively watching videos at home. I mean, one of the things I've felt over the years is the standard of our final and the standard of of the heats that we have um, mm -hmm. during August because considering they have been own. whittled out, you know. The, but considering they're only in their first year, the standard is... I know. It's incredible. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. So over the years, the 90s... Uh, were hard but Channel 4 were so supportive and um, uh, we always had a Channel 4 judge mm -hmm. um, and we the thing that we tried very hard to do was that we would have a journalist a comedian in the judging um, panel you're talking about yes in the judging panel mm -hmm. um, a comedian a journalist uh, an industry um, person mm -hmm. maybe a, someone who runs a venue or yeah um and um not agents, not agents or managers yeah. because they're only there to find their next yeah. um, but during the 90s agents like Avalon used to come and I used to have the the heats in backstage mm -hmm. where Mash House is now yeah and um the one at the top yeah. backstage and they would all stand at the sides because we'd always be full mm -hmm. and they'd be stand crossed arms watching every single one waiting to find someone picking up all these new comedians yeah i mean it's pretty much the same nowadays that's <clears throat> the yeah we get inundated with people asking for free tickets to the final and it's and i refuse <laughs> they can buy a ticket if they want to come and find a yeah, performer also i remember um we had the party in um, the downstairs of the Gilded Balloon, the, the gallery, mm -hmm. um, uh, which became the Gilded Saloon, you know, the, the bar. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we, people, it was absolutely jam-packed. And this girl, who I will, will remain nameless, uh, it was the year, I think, we had nearly all Irish finalists. Oh, yeah. And Jason Byrne, Tommy Tiernan, um, I can't remember the others, but they were... Uh, she was standing That's as people were from coming in. what I can see, 1996. Finest Jason Byrne, Tommy Tiernan, Valentine Fly Guy, uh -huh. uh, David Keehan, Patrick McDonnell, uh, Lucy Porter, and Mickey Flanagan was in that one as well, and John Henderson. John Henderson's, uh, um, he's Irish. Or was it 93 with Dylan Moran and Michael Smiley? No, it was, it was uh, the Jason Byrne one. Yes, the Jason Byrne year. Um, and an agent who who shall remain nameless but became the, their agent. Is that stood a notorious the, agent that is no longer with us? 
No, no, her. No, she's very much with us. Oh, it's a she. <laughs> she sat, sat, stood at the door and said, I've got the winners. Oh, yeah, I've yeah. got the winners. And I said, excuse me, would you kindly back off? <laughs> well, I actually was a bit harder than that. Oh. I used the F word. The F word. <gasps> you never use the F word. <laughs> you use it all the time. Actually, you've been quite good. You're not saying it much anymore. Um, well, one of the things we were very privileged over the years, and I think it started in the 90s, that we got a really good relationship with Just for Laughs in Montreal. Yeah. And they said they wanted the winner to come over and um, for a week and mm -hmm. uh, do gigs. Mm -hmm. And that lasted for a long, long time. Unfortunately, it's come to an end this year. Well, yeah. through the pandemic, really, it's stopped. Yeah, but hopefully that might come back again. They're keen to support the competitions. So. Yeah, well, I'm going to have meetings and chat to them. But yeah. um, um, yes, yeah, so, so, so it was just a great thing for these new young comics to go over to Montreal for a week and mm -hmm. live in a lovely hotel and yeah. be taken to gigs and just do their seven minutes yeah. you know yeah, yeah. and uh, in 2009 it was Ivo Graham's turn yeah and of course they don't go until the next July so they have a full actually, year to get ready yeah, exactly. for it basically and uh, off he went and of course I would love to be able to go with them but I don't we couldn't always afford it no so this year I wasn't there and off he went, and um, he missed his gig because he fell asleep. Oh, for God's sake. He was in this beautiful... Jet-lagged. <laughs> yes. Oh, for God's he sake. Didn't. And, of course, they had a very poor opinion of him. Mm -hmm. yeah. Poor boy. And, of course, he's he's gone on to do very well. But yeah, yeah. I'm sure Not he the cringes start. every time he thinks about that. Montreal, yeah, and yeah. He did... Um, did he miss all? I thought they did a couple gigs. No? Yeah, they did. So he, I think he only missed the first one. Oh God! But um, I sure was incredibly was... embarrassed because you know, hear me, um, really pleased that they're off there. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, well, you just hope they're well behaved when they're there. Yeah, because you can't hold their hand all the time. That's right. And uh, I mean, Ashing B when she won, of course, she just took off. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, they she loved... was just determined from the start, though, wasn't she? That's right. They they absolutely loved her in Montreal, and yeah. she had a great time. Yeah, it was. Um, so I've, I mean, I'm so happy for her that she's gone on. Yeah, and she's so well. um, always. Um, how you've had a good relationship with her ever since, haven't you? She's um, yeah, always she's kind of kept in touch. And yeah. She's a lovely, lovely girl. But it was, yeah, it must have been amazing to work because she was one of the, because there's quite a close correlation between So You Think You're Funny and then Best Newcomer, which is the Edinburgh Comedy Awards. Used to be the Perry Awards now, Edinburgh Comedy Awards. And she did just that. She won So You Think You're Funny, didn't she? And then she, was she nominated or did she win Best Newcomer? Do you remember? No, I think she was only nominated. Mm. As was Maisie Adam, I think. Yeah, Maisie was nominated, yeah. But a lot of people that, come from So You Think You're Funny are nominated or yeah, do well go on to win it. I mean, Dylan Moran was the first one. Mm -hmm. um, he was in 92 or 94 or something. 94. 94. He went on... Uh, wait. 93. 93. <laughs> yeah, I got in between. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he went on to win the Perry Award, as it was then, as mm -hmm. did Tommy Tiernan, 
who was 96. <laughs> 96. Um, I have to tell you all that Christian Knowles, who is now Blue Book Management, mm. he was one of our producers um, and he knows the whole history of So You Think You're Funny. It's fabulous. No, but there's you loads think- of people that know the, the history of So You Think You're Funny better than we do, which is terrible. Um, uh, Chortle were correcting all of our years when in 2020 when we did a few films of it. Um, we put up the wrong year for someone and they were correcting it but there's some like mega fans that follow it every year oh I'm year. so pleased that's yeah. great and yeah I can imagine and obviously Julia our now producer who's been doing it since 2003 she is you know a font of knowledge of people and she does a very good speech at the beginning of her of the showcases for like the first round to say you know uh, I, there's if you don't get through don't come and hunt me down because if you are determined and if you have what it takes, then you will still do well in comedy. So you think you're funny gives you a six month boost, but everyone will be chasing your tail. So, so you think you're funny is a wonderful thing to win, but if you have determination and have have the goal and willpower to do it, then you will do it. And my point about that was Jack Whitehall didn't even get. Uh, oh, that she always <laughs> that she admits that she there's people in the stadium tours that she missed in the first round you know because they had a bad gig or for whatever reason mm-hmm, you know and you mm-hmm. don't get through so um yeah there's it she's pretty on it at spotting everyone and i'm really proud of you know the people that make it through and there's some incredible talent but yeah there's a few that have fallen through the net for sure i mean the thing that i was always proud of was the more women that came and took part well yeah just it was obvious just more and more every single year which was great yeah um i mean rona cameron was the first winner and she was she probably was 92 first female winner you mean yeah yeah first female winner 92 yeah Uh uh-huh um and uh unfortunately she's not doing stand-up anymore which i think sad but uh, Mm -hmm. she's still she's still writing and uh working in the industry but that's the thing nearly everyone that comes along and is in the heats of so you think you're funny or the final they're all working in the industry of comedy which is fantastic yeah yeah for sure so tell us some of the good years while you're well i'm just gonna run through the whole thing because why not i think it's a name all names worth mentioning and we can go through it well i should say that i did persuade russell (laughs) brand to come oh very good uh, in in it and he um when when I was at the Hackney Empire he did the Hackney Empire and I said come up and do it and he did and he got into the final and uh, he was terrible so there you good. go good yeah very good <laughs> um ninety eight ninety eight start at the beginning eighty eight Bruce Morton winner eighty nine Phil K ninety trio brothers Rab Christie and Greg Hempel and Greg Hempel's in um still game and Rab Christie is is the head of the comedy unit. But that's probably the first time that um, it was it sketch or what was it? Trio Brothers. Uh huh. Yeah. They were they were sketch. They were very good. So one and only sketch group that's won it. Um, ninety one Alan Francis, ninety two Rona Cameron, ninety three Dylan Moran. Uh, finalists in that year were Michael Smiley and Steve First. Uh, ninety five Lee Mack, lovely Lee Mack. 96, Tommy Tiernan, finalists in that year include Jason Byrne, Lucy Porter, Mickey Flanagan. 97, Peter Kay was the winner with Paul Foote, Stephen Morrison, Rod Woodward, TJ Murphy uh, as finalists. 98, the lovely Rob Rouse won it. 
Um, Who's with us this year? Finalist Dan Antopoulosky. <laughs> Dan Antopoulosky. Yeah. Alex Zane. Uh, Re- uh, Reginald D. Hunter. Do you know what Alex Zane does now? Kevin Hill. He's a DJ. Um, he's a presenter. Radio 1 DJ or something, isn't he? No, he's he presents all the cinema stuff on Twitter. All right. Um, 99, David O'Doherty, finalist, Josie Long, Russell Howard, Andy Zaltzman, Jimmy Carr. Pretty good year. 2000, Drew Rokos. He was, um, we also have a relationship with the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Oh, yeah. And they do um, a raw comedy. Mm-hmm. And the winner of raw comedy is allowed to come and be in our yeah. um heats yeah and if they get through they get through and this one won yeah wow uh that year 2000 um runners up include des clark um matt dolan jason byrne russell brand francesca martinez um 2001 miles jump won um finalists include alan carr um seymour mace john bishop and the reverend obadiah stefan uh, stefan wolf the third He's Scottish guy. <laughs> um, t- 2001, Matthew Osborne. Yes, Matthew Osborne is was a very posh, um, laid-back comic. I'm sure he's still performing. Yeah, yeah, um, I'm not sure. Finalists include Matt Watson, Mark Watson, Matt Watson, Mark Watson, Nina Conte. Can I tell you about Greg, Mark Watson then? Greg Davies, Rod Gilbert, Rufus Hound, Greg McHugh. Good year. A lot very of men, though. So... Uh, Rod Gilbert and Mark Watson. Watson. Rod Gilbert's from Wales and yeah. has a Welsh accent. Mark what? Mark Watson did his set in a Welsh, in a Welsh accent, accent, as if he was Welsh, <laughs> and he's not. <laughs> no, but he so bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> um, two thousand three. Tom's Riggle. Tom Rigglesworth, oh, who is fab. Um, finalists include. Michael Fabry, Stuart Hudson. Um, 2004, Nick Sun. Um, finalists include... Who's Nick, Nick Sun? Sun? Nick yeah. Sun was, again, an Australian. Okay. Really good performer. Um, finalists, Russell Kane, uh, Jareth Regan, Zoe Lyons. Uh, 2005, a gorgeous Tom Allen. Uh, one. So I have a story about Tom Allen. Uh, but I'll tell you the finalists and then you can tell us that. Okay. Um, Sarah Milliken, Joe Wilkinson, Charlie Baker, Kevin Bridges. Uh, Robert Broderick, uh, Stuart Goldsmith, Josh Thomas and Emma Fryer. Pretty good year. MC was Bill Bailey. Um, 2005, Tom Allen. Tell us your story, Karen. So Julian Cleary was the celebrity judge. Mm-hmm. And uh, I go up on stage after Bill's done his 15 minutes of yeah, fooling around. Yeah, to and, announce the winner, yeah. And, the, and of course, uh, Bill teases me and all the rest of it and, you know, Mm-hmm. And uh, I introduced Julian Cleary to announce the winners. Now I've given him a note of the three, two, oh, one. Oh yeah, I saw this happen. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we have it on film. Yeah. So it's three, two, one. Yeah. And he one being winner. Winner. <laughs> and he announced Tom Allen as third, third place runner up. <laughs> oh, and God. I had to go. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, and. Whisper in his ear, and, and of course, Julian was hilarious about it, you know. Yeah. Uh, what an idiot he had been, you know. I yeah. mean, it was all quite funny, but of course, it spoiled the whole effect yes. of the, yeah. you know. Yeah. So. Um, but you also went to Montreal that year with Tom Allen, didn't you? Did I? <laughs> I don't remember. 
I probably, yeah. Probably. You went that year and he made you buy ridiculous shoes and he showed them to me when he came back. I was working in the bar that year because I was 18. There you are, you see. Um, And uh, I had a great time in Montreal. I bet you did mm-hmm. with Tom. Yeah. And Tom, that was in 2005 and Tom's only recently become mega famous. I know, he's, he's done been, so well. I'm... Yeah, but he's been a phenomenal, phenomenal comic for us ever yes. since then. I loved him. Yeah. He's, yeah. He and was great. he's got better and better. He deserved and his win. I saw him at Latitude last year, and holy hell, he is I a hope funny he man. Remembered you? I didn't. I wasn't backstage. I was watching him. Okay. Um, but I don't know if I'll he let would. you off then. <laughs> of course he would. I'm not sure. Two thousand and six. Um, winner was Wes Packer. Yeah, Wes actually is a great comic. He uh, gave up for a few years, but he's now back doing it. Very which good. I'm very pleased about. Uh, finalists were the. Incredible Hannah Gadsby, um, Alan Bennett, um, Holly Walsh, Marlon Davis. Uh, 2007, Richard Sandling. Yeah, again, he's gone on to do film. Yeah. He's actually doing really well. In... And finalists that year were Ben Davis, um, Carl Hutchinson, Jack Whitehall, James Marsh. Um, two... Again, quite a lot of men. There. A lot of men, yeah. Uh, well, Joanne Lau was second runner-up. Um, I've just got a text from Fred saying he's left a latte outside the podcast room. <laughs> so um, if you could get that for me. <laughs> um, you are the best, Frederick. Thank you. Uh, that was 2007. Then 2008, Daniel Simonson. Um, the final lists in that year were Ke- Kevin Walsh? What is wrong with me? Uh, Sean Walsh. Sean Walsh, Sarah Pascoe, Ahir Shah, John Gavin, Josh Widdicombe, Ge- uh, Geroid Farrelly, Richard Perry, Daniel Sloss, Doc Brown. Big year. Doc Brown's great. Um, I just yeah, want to Doc tell Brown you about great. Daniel Simonson, who's Norwegian, yes. our only Norwegian winner ever. Uh, from Bergen and uh, that year we had got some extra sponsorship from the Scottish Sunday Mail or something Mm -hmm. and so the prize had doubled to £5,000 the the winner got £5,000 so he got £5,000 and he went off to Argentina to find his father oh my god and uh, didn't do comedy for a whole year afterwards (laughs) Yeah. But then he came back to London, got an agent, mm-hmm. and uh, he's now moved to New York. I was going to say, he's in America, he's, isn't he? Yeah, he's doing comedy over there. Yeah, yeah. Um, he found his father, by the way. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> 2009, Ivo Graham. Uh, finalists, uh, Richard Bowen, Mark Simmons, Jim Campbell, Kai, Kai Humphreys. Um, MC was Lee Mack, comedy judge Tim Vine. Uh, I'm only saying the... Any names that I think are relevant. There is more than that, because otherwise we'll be here forever. 2010, 12 years ago, James Kirk, winner? Yeah, he's he is a Scottish uh, comedian who was in a sketch group, and he's um, in Scott Squad, actually. Yeah, yeah. He took off loads of weight. He was quite a podgy, <laughs> and he's unrecognisable, really, but he's, he's more a comic actor now okay. than stand-up. But he's very, very funny. And in, I wanted him to do a lot more. Yeah. In that year, uh, Ramesh Ranganathan, Rob Beckett, Chris Turner, Matt Richards, Richardson uh, were all finalists. Uh, Rufus Hound MC'd and Tim Minchin was the guest judge. 
who drank too much red wine and the and the judging time was far too long. Oh God. <laughs> 2011, Tommy Ryson. Nothing to say about him. <laughs> oh no, yes, no, he's he's excellent. Um, finalists: Fern Brady, Lucy Beaumont, Andy Clark, Alex Keeley, Darren Connell, um, Nicola Mata, Leos Lovett, and Stuart uh, Hossack. Lucy Beaumont always had uh, sort of that. She was from Hull, mm-hmm. and actually, her mother knew Janet and me, and uh, she's a writer. Yeah, really lovely woman. Yeah. And she has, she's really like Caroline and her and her same kind of sense of humour. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really low key, but yeah, hilarious, yeah. you know. So moving on, 2012, Ashling B won. Uh, Jonathan Pen- Pelham, mm-hmm. Pelham, Glenmore was in that as well. Um, 2013, Ed Hedges. Oh, Ashling B, we've said, but. Is incredible and we love her. Yeah, yeah. Um, 2013 first joint winner Ed Hedges and Demi Lardner Demi Lardner's an Australian comic uh, Ed Hedges is a lovely boy <laughs> uh, from the UK finalists include Ash Beckett King who I love um, great, Tom yeah. Taylor Nicola Wilkinson uh, Jenny Collier um, Russell Pierce MC was Zoe Lyons that year and guest judge Sarah Milliken 2014 Aidan Strangeman won He's Ireland, and um, he was a—he was music, wasn't he? Yeah, he—he he did. He is so great, but his commitment to his family meant that he wasn't going to travel very much. And yeah. Uh, finalists included Elliot Steele, who was one of our youngest places. Yeah, he's—he's um, he's Mark Steele's son. Yeah. Christopher MacArthur Boyd, uh, Ishan Akbar, Gary Meikle, Jim Smith, um. Another lovely farmer. Yeah, he's from great. Perth. 2015, Luca Cupani, Italian boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, finalists Hilarious. include Jericho Catani, Ed Day, Kevin Day's son. Called Ed Knight now. Yes, he is actually called Ed Knight, which changed that. Ben Pope, uh, Red Richardson. Another son of a well known. Red Richardson is? Yes. Oh, um, God, I didn't know that. Uh-huh. His father wrote all the comic strip. 2016 Heidi Regan winner she's fab um, finalists include Ruth Hunter she lives in Glasgow now uh, Daniel Daniel Walker who's an Australian Harriet Brain Kelly Convey Sophie Henderson Jamie M and Stuart McPherson that was a big feat all female um, apart from two uh, final um, 2017 Maisie Adam won in 2017 uh, finalists include Sarah Mann, Morgan Rees, Welsh boy, Kirsten Brown, Archie Henderson, who I love, um, Eric Rushton, uh, Jamie D'Souza. Um, All Archie Henderson is now Jazz Emu. Yes, I know. And he's, he's incredible. performing with us. And he's performing with us this summer. Um, what can we say about Maisie? Maisie's got funny bones. She is a wonderful person and she's getting lots of TV attention, which is very well deserved. Can I just tell you that when she did So You Think You're Funny, she had only done two gigs and one of them yeah. was an hour long. She'd booked herself an hour long comedy gig at a comedy festival near Leeds and because uh, she thought that that's what you did. <laughs> <laughs> which is incredible so... and you know, this woman, the first show she did with us, she's now on to her third show with mm-hmm. us. Yeah, this is her third f- coming up. The first show she did was incredible and uh, told the story about um, her epilepsy. Epilepsy. 
and it was just incredible and you thought to yourself how on earth does this girl do you know she it's not just comedy it's everything yeah and it's the same with her second show was another revelation yeah which is incredible well, so i just can't wait to see her new <laughs> show um well i think her new show is called buzzed and it's it's all about jokes she doesn't she wanted to do a, as funny a show as she possibly could so i'm looking forward to seeing it but yeah the other two had a bit of a narrative um but we shall see what she brings this year but uh, she's lovely and uh, she works her arse off and she deserves all the success she's getting she does indeed uh, 2018 Darren Garnell who I loved uh, he was like a ex-boxer or not boxer but whatever he was but mm-hmm. he was uh, so good and I constantly try and book him and I don't know how the he's been affected by the pandemic but big fan uh, what year are we in now? 2018 finalist for Liam Farrelly the next Kevin Bridges according to Somebody. It's agent. Um, Joe Hobbs, um, Natalie Lowe, uh, Shane Clifford, Patrick Keeley. Um, 2019, Finlay Christie won 2019. Um, and the finalists were Shane Daniel Byrne, um, Irish guy, Charlie George, Claire House. Uh, a girl who's fabulous. Eric, and there's lots of women in this yeah, one. Yeah, but Charlie George, She's nobody great. would think she was a girl, but she is. She is. <laughs> Erica no, but, Eller, you know, Erica Ella, Eller, Kate Bancroft, Kate McGann, um, and MC was Ray Lyons, and comedy guest judge was Jenny Eclair. And as you see, over the years, the women have got more and more, which is exactly what we want. We and want last year, more. Uh, in 2020, we obviously had a break. And then 2021, we did the final, um, and a very small fringe, and the winner was Omar Badway. Badway, with Ray Brogan, who's a uh, Glasgow girl, and Andy Watts in third place. Um, and Mark Watson hosted that, and comedy guest judge was Maisie Adam. Uh, but it was so good to be able to do it last year, considering that we um, weren't able to before. Um, it was all socially distanced, and it was just so different from how it will be this year. Yeah. And and really, everything's changed now. And I mean, we're trying to get it back to the the new normal but it's it's changed you know i mean well we'll see what happens but i don't really want to focus on that right now no no i'm just saying that that the last two years of not having it properly we've i mean we've because our rules are that it's a year we've had to be really we we kind of squashed 2020 and 21 together yeah Yeah, we did um but i think that worked quite well and um, the winner from 2019, Finley Christie, is going to Montreal. Yeah. And that will be the last of us going to Montreal. Yeah. However, having said that, hopefully we'll, we'll get something new. Well, one of the new things that we will be doing is that the winner goes to Latitude. Yeah. The winner's getting a 20-minute spot on the comedy stage at Latitude, which, which is a pretty brilliant. big stage. So it's good. And 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, and then there's and lots that's of... going to be an annual thing. Yeah, yeah, that's a prize going forward, and uh, I'm taking Omar there this year, so it'll be great to see him. Um, You're taking Omar, yes. the winner from last year. Wonderful. Um, so it'll be great to see him, and yeah, that's something we want to continue going forward, basically. Um, but I'm also trying to add to the um prizes as well. So if there's any comedy festivals that want to um have a bright new comedy star. Um, on them then we would love to hear from you because giving them opportunity and 
any opportunities to gig afterwards is really important to their de- development and we want to support that. So so what's changed over the years is that, I mean, we're developing it more and supporting the the uh, finalists more. Um, yeah, trying to. They, they get um, a photo shoot, don't they? Mm-hmm. Uh, which is it's so good for them to have yeah headshots, uh, headshots for themselves and um they get the gigs and mm-hmm. mentorship from you karen <laughs> or more you now um yeah we just support them throughout the year following and then obviously they get a, a um run at gilda bloom that we pay for mm-hmm. um, when they're ready to do a show so we've added this year a show called Best of Co- Best of So You Think You're Funny, which is the three finalists from last year. So if pe- if any of the acts aren't ready to do their full hour, then they can go on that mixed bill show. So there'll be three of them on that, and that we pay for accommodation and travel and support them throughout the month. And then they also get a debut hour, basically. So, uh, yeah, and how that has all developed over the years um, is really it started. Uh, I managed to give them £250, mm. the winner, uh, and that was all. And um, it's funny, t- when we did 10 years of So You Think You're Funny, we actually did a big show at the Festival Theatre mm-hmm. with um, as many people as we could, and it, it was great. And Lee Mack did a little film which said, uh, and he still had the T-shirt he got with the little baby on it. <laughs> really? <laughs> and he turned around and said, all I got was this much. <laughs> Very good. Uh, but he's kept the t-shirt, which is quite a sentimental little That's thing. cute. But we, I'm assuming the prizes and stuff are all dependent on sponsorship. And of course. We have been self-funding it for five years. We haven't had a sponsor. Probably That's longer right. now. Yeah. Six yeah. years. Um, so we're doing everything that we can to give opportunity and give these nice big prizes and cash prizes and all of that. But without a sponsor, we are spending a lot of money to keep continue to run it so with that in mind what's the future of the competition karen what do you think um yeah we we need support um we we think we might turn it into a charity yeah i was gonna say not for profit yeah um so um, that we can try and get some funding for it because at the moment it's kind of crippling us um, I mean, the thing that it. was brilliant about the competition was the support from Channel 4 all these years ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it gave them, I mean, for example, Peter Kay, who won in 97, mm. he went straight onto Channel 4. Yeah. So they, they managed to get a lot of good talent out of, um, yeah, yeah. Out of it. And um, it's just looking at other um, media and potential yeah, yeah. to support um, the competition. That's right. Yeah, I think sponsorship's changed a lot and yeah, that we need to think of new ways and we would love to look at it being funded and supporting supported by Scottish or UK government because it is a national competition. It's not that's why we've struggled to get funding for it in the past because it's not just about Scotland or not, you know. So yeah. over the past two years with all the emergency funding going, we've tried to um get get any support for it and we haven't been able to. Um Despite the incredible track record that it's got, and it is a plat, you know, I think competitions can be looked down on a bit, but it's a lot of the people that are involved in So You Think You're Funny say that it is the best competition because it's in the first year and it is about promoting 
new talent rather than it being about yeah. just getting a badge for your poster. It's about I mean that it's a place that brand new people can try it and yes. do well at it. Yeah. And that and that's the history of it is it's the longest lasting because there used to be um, a telegraph comedy competition. Mm-hmm. The BBC they they did um, one on TV uh, back in the day well, and, just and they've started doing one again but it's not tv it's radio no it is tv now they did it tv last year whether it's still tv i don't know right and um there there was a moose the moose head award amuse amuse um it's not going anymore is it i I don't think so um but there have been all these competitions and yeah and none of them other than funny women have lasted um and uh we have because we've we've kept it to the new people you mm-hmm. know? yeah yeah um and that's yeah and i think the the there's opportunity there to develop it more so that it is more of a year-round charity organization that can support new comedy because mm-hmm. i think there's a lot of chop there was a lot of talk during the pandemic about how being an open spot and starting out in comedy is very difficult unless you've got money like you've got family money um, so that you can get to gigs and do unpaid spots. So there's definitely an opportunity to, to support people better during those early years and give them opportunity that for paid gigs and paid mentorship and all of this stuff. So well, one of the but things- without it being about our own benefit, because that's kind of the main thing is that there's we aren't biased about it and we're not gonna we're not agents that are gonna take a cut of any future income and stuff we just genuinely want to try and give them a platform mm-hmm. and well it's important that it continues to stay like that if we i did develop it. i did try really hard and it might be something for the future but for many years i tried to do class clowns here yeah and it it's something that um they do in very successful in australia yeah uh, because schools have taken it up you know and that's the whole thing about um, kids, you know, like laughter is the best medicine, you know, mm-hmm. and um, mental health and all these kind of things that um, them learning to the class clowns is, is the same as so you think you're funny, but mm-hmm. just doing it for youngsters, you know, um, yeah, it's like 14 to 17 or something, yeah, it? and we'd love to develop that if we can, yeah, again, well, could be part of. Again, it's uh, financially difficult and also getting into schools is quite hard. We did start it up in Inverness and we did it for a few years, in fact. Yeah, it's um, just that you need a dedicated charity arm or person that's right, to indeed. do it, which is what we struggled with. So, mm. Yeah, I think we need to, um, I think over the pandemic we've realised it. So You Think Funny is one of the projects that we do at Gilda Balloon that's really important to us and that we want to continue and that's why... We have continued it despite it costing us money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, we need to look at that properly and figure out the future of it so that it's not crippling the business anymore. But we still support new new artists, basically. We do. Well, that's what we want to do, but we can't do it if we don't have any money. And this year you've had 30... There's, how many are coming up to Edinburgh to do this? 56... 56 uh, in the next round, which is the Edinburgh Heats. And I mean, this year we had a fun, considering the past two years, we had a 
phenomenal amount of uh, applications. applications. We had 560 or something, which usually kind of hover around the 400 mark, which is considering it's only every year, you can only ever apply for it once. So 400 yes. people in the UK applying for that competition was pretty good. And But that's gone up to 560, up to almost 600. And uh, you have to see every single one. Yes, and it's been amazing uh, working with Julia to see everyone because she has such a wealth of knowledge and she's brutal and honest, but uh, she knows what she's talking about. And yeah, it's been... It's interesting to see who thinks that they're funny, because a lot That's of people right. do, <laughs> but that are not. Well, I don't know if you remember a few years ago, Nish Kumar, he was, did, he did So You Think Funny yeah, as well. Yeah, but obviously didn't get through to the finals. <laughs> Neither did Ed Vernon, quite a few people. Well, Nish Kumar told you a ridiculous story that you remembered about. That's right. No, it was it was me that remembered it, and Nish Kumar said oh, I, yeah. I was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the heat, and it was about a girl who got up on stage and pretended to be a busy bee. <laughs> she's not like a spider. A spider, or yeah, or a busy bee, a spider. And she got, um, she went round to the third row and crawled right across all the perform uh, no, the, audience. the audience and went back on stage. And Nish Kumar remembered that and was, said it was absolutely awful. Was standing at the back, about to go on, like, how do you follow a spider? <laughs> <laughs> but what what happened was. After all the the heats, we take them into the bar and they we chat to them. Mm-hmm. And uh, if they're really awful, you try and avoid them because you can't say because well we yeah we try and be like we can, we'll give you feedback and we'll talk to you. But yeah, and we'll try and be positive. But this girl when they're terrible, this girl wouldn't leave me alone. Yeah, and I just had to tell her. I said, "What on earth got into your mind that you thought?" that being a spider was funny. Yeah. Um, and, you know, sometimes you, you hurt people. Like, you know, you don't want to. You want to encourage them. You want yeah. them to... Yeah. And and in her case, you know, ditch the sub spider. And yeah, something. yeah. Think but, of something but, but in a way, I, I remember saying to her uh, something like, you obviously want to go into the Big Brother house or something. Because it was at that time where all that, you know, that new kind of, Famous people who aren't famous, mm-hmm. who want to be famous, and reality they, stars, know, yeah, yeah, um, and that was obviously one of her. Mm. But it's difficult giving feedback, isn't it? I mean, that's now. a big part of the the competition. And yeah. if we develop it in the future, is giving feedback to new comics. Do you find that difficult? No, I don't find it difficult. I I enjoy. But when did you feedback? But I find it very difficult if they're delusional. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's hard. The only way they're going to find that out is by going on stage and keeping on mm-hmm. trying it out. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Um, it's something that I've struggled with because I feel like I've got less experience seeing comedy, but obviously I've got a fair amount now, and I'm getting more and more confident with it. But it takes a while to get to feel like you're in a position to give feedback. The thing is, my experience has always been that comedians. Uh, have to do their apprenticeship, if you like. Yeah. And that is going out and learning mm-hmm. uh, in front of a live audience and being with other comics and seeing how they are. And they get, yeah. they learn things from them. But all, and so my feeling was it would always take about five years mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. until you were completely confident with an audience. Yeah. But 
um, a lot of new people don't believe that. They yeah. just think, I'm well, ready. I'm ready now. I think it's going to be interesting with this whole TikTok sensation of these people. There's a lot of people that are digital famous and are digital famous for their comedy online. Yeah. Um, that haven't done a fringe or haven't been on a stage or haven't had that experience of seeing lots of comedy themselves apart from what's, you know, digital stuff. And meeting lots of comedians and learning off each other and that's, like that I think that's something that they could really benefit from is having that community which you just don't get online from seeing videos. Because I assume, I don't know, but I assume that the TikTok stars just want admiration and, and so the minute they go on a live stage... Well no, I don't think they... I mean, yeah, they want it but they get it because the only people that are coming to see them is their audience, yeah, basically. but a TikTok um joke or whatever mm. is not a minute long yeah and it's 30 and seconds as well yeah and you have to go on stage for half an hour or yeah. an hour and it's that yeah how do you how do, do you, you keep people interested for that long uh-huh. if you're used to only being interesting for 30 seconds that's right yeah it's so an it's interesting transition and i think that's it's there's been a massive uh, spike in more people doing stuff online so it'll be interesting to see how that translates to stage mm-hmm. and i hope that there'll be Lots of people trying it this summer to make that transition to do on stage stuff. Yeah. And complementing that with TikTok and these things. So, mm-hmm. yes, we will see. Yes, well, we're going to try and do lots more with So You Think You're Funny on uh, TikTok and all of those platforms. So, we'll see how that goes down. But, um, yeah, from what I've seen of the first round of this year's competition, you're in for a treat, Karen. Good. Have, <laughs> have they all been invited? Are, are they all excited? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, they're all excited. Um, that's great. Yeah, good. Um, fabulous. Well, here's to another 35 years then. Yes, I was just going to say though, <laughs> sorry, but we have changed. I mean, I know you mentioned the the um, best of, but at, we used to be best of trying to um, book lots of comics that were in the competition and mm-hmm. now we are doing what you were saying that we because some of the old comics are coming and saying are you not doing better than me honey you're not you know yeah i don't think anyone is comics just want gigs that's why they're that's asking what about I mean. best of so you they, think you're funny that's right but, but best of so you think you're funny now is the best the of best the of the, the previous year yeah and um we hope that they will attract lots of lovely Well, yeah, there, there are three phenomenal comics that are, yeah, within their second year of co- uh, comedy, so mm. sometimes their third year, depending, because they'll co- combine two years. Uh, and they're lovely, and I hope that they have a wonderful time there. Yes, I think. I'm Finley sure Christie is also bringing his debut um, to us. He is, indeed. He was the 2019 winner, so uh, that'll be lovely to have him. And, yeah, we've got quite a good... Uh, Esther Manita was in uh, So You Think Funny. She's bringing a show. Maisie's bringing her show, obviously. Mm-hmm. That's great. Can I just ask, is there a lot of women coming up? The reason I don't know, by the way, is because I'm the judge in the final and the heat. So I am I don't know what you've been doing with Julia. Yeah, <laughs> we try and not uh, let you say anything before the recording live and everything. Well, because it's better to, you know. Um, yes, I can't remember the split, but it's almost 50-50. Oh right, yeah. I can't. I yeah. think it might be more women than men, but um, I'll let you know that off air. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm trying to hide it. No, but 
just so you know, I've had a wonderful time <laughs> um, creating So You Think It's Funny and all the lovely comedians that have been in it. And uh, I'm very happy to hand over the mantle to all the newbies because I don't understand all their comedy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I genuinely, um, since starting work here in 2014 was my first year working for the Boom. Uh, so you think it's funny when you support the stage for um, people that are different to them and is it's a very funny job doing new comedy festivals. Uh, there's a lot of snap new comedy but there's a lot a lot of amazing new comedy and exciting new comedy and it makes the job worthwhile honestly. And it's all <laughs> it's all about originality and not just one level of originality. Mama said, 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 Mama said,